0: Benny Rosado hadn't taken a murder case in years, but she'd have to take this one. She'd been working late when the call came in, from a time she didn't want to remember and a place she didn't want to revisit. Still, she'd said yes. She couldn't assign the case to an associate either. Nobody paid her debts but her, and she wanted redemption. She lowered her head, hoisted her bags higher on her shoulder and powered her way to Philadelphia Police Headquarters, near the tangled ramps to the I-95 and the Schoolkill Expressway. It was almost midnight in the dead of January, with the sky frozen black except for a full moon, round as a bullet hole. There was no one else on the street except a homeless man, rattling a can of coins at the car stopped at a red light. Benny beelined for the building, called the Roundhouse, owing to its shape, which was two massive circular sections stuck together like an old-school barbell. The design was no longer innovative, nor was the building, and cracks lined its precast concrete façade. Its three stories of smoked windows were set lengthwise. And fluorescent lighting from within showed that blinds were broken or missing in every pane. Philadelphia Police Department, red, dark metal letters on the wall next to a mailbox, an overflowing trash can, and a portage on. Benny opened the smoke glass door and let herself into an entrance with a wooden shield of the PPD next to a window of bulletproof glass. A young officer came to the window to meet her, wearing a blue shirt and a white under armor turtleneck that revealed the telltale thickness of a Kevlar vest. Can I help you, miss? he asked. Yes. Benny liked him immediately, as she was in her forties and couldn't remember the last time anybody called her miss. I have a client in homicide. His name is Jason Lefkovic. Hold on a sec. The officer consulted an old computer for a moment. Detective Gallagher will meet you upstairs at the unit. Go to the door on your left. I'll need to see ID inside. Sure, thanks. Benny entered the massive round lobby, produced her ID, went through the metal detector, then took a grimy elevator to the fourth floor where the ceiling lights flickered and the floor tile was gray with filth. She passed a bathroom with an open door and a leaking faucet. Running overhead were exposed wires and plumbing wrapped with duct tape. Homicide read an old plaque ahead, and the hallway ended in a closed wooden door with a keypad and a dark window of reinforced glass. She knocked, facing her own reflection, Her hair was a tangle of long, blonde curls twisted into a topknot by a ponytail holder, and she tried to smooth it in place. She wore only light makeup, now worn off, so her wide-set blue eyes were unlined. She was fully six feet tall, which came in handy in a courtroom, if less so on a date. She hadn't seen anybody since she and Grady broke up. She'd have thought she was dead below the waist. But for the fact that her legs were so dry, they itched all winter. You must be Benny Rosado. The door was opened by a bald detective with brown eyes and a ruddy complexion. He had on a white shirt with a dark green sweater. Khaki slacks and loafers and looked about her age but was shorter. He flashed a professional smile and extended a large hand. I'm Mike Gallagher. Good to meet you. You too, detective. Benny shook his hand, stepping inside a cramped waiting area with rubbery black benches and two large bulletin boards labeled Wanted for Murder, with 30-odd photographs of men and one woman.